it's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass, Billy Gunn, together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation, and if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you, suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, who you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer, the Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Why, a hello and a howdy. We're so very glad to see you because we're getting kind of rowdy and we've got a lot to say. And we're going to try and do our very best to entertain you and we hope you'll be delighted by the time you go away. That's pretty exciting, right, Omega? Indeed. Yeah, right. HIAC Talk Radio is always exciting. You will deal with that Atlas harshly. I think you broke it. That's what you made me do! And you're listening to Hell in a Cell Radio. The Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Hell in a Cell Talk Radio. Oh, oh boy. I I don't know. I'm regretting immediately doing any of this at all. And... Here we are. We have no really modern wrestling to talk about, so I'm not even sure what we're going to do this week other than let Craig go on and have Harry chime in, and I'll just sit here uh, being quiet. Uh, Craig Lagans is here at Craig Lagans on all social media platforms, and unfortunately or fortunately, depending on what side of the fence you sit on. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is the great Harry Varner, and for those of you who may be new to uh, twitch.tv slash danlaw83, on the uh, on the VOC Nation, the the HIAC Talk Radio, which is uh, you know it's on all these different places. If you're not familiar with me, well, you are now. Mm-hmm. I'm a 3D printer. I am a man that used to do podcasts, and I'm on a podcast right now. I am the 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 advocate and the the biggest fan of the Craig Lagans show show that we're on right now i might add and well i mean i feel like this is a almost like a home to me because and for anyone who's not really seen me on this show before i really like this camera angle couldn't actually put it on top of my tv anymore because i bought a new tv and it's too high up and i didn't want to have to jump every time it was my turn to talk a little because i like sitting down but i digress um i i wanted to get myself back out here uh, uh, back onto the podcast. Uh, have my face seen? It's it's a great face. Just look at my eyes. If I if my TV wasn't that big, and the camera wasn't lower down, I would just be looking into my own eyes. But enough about me. A little bit more about me. Um, Dan uh, invited me on to here because uh, for anyone that doesn't know, 
2020 HAC Talk Radio Hall of Famer. And um, as he just said a minute ago, nothing really to talk about, but, you know, that's what, where I come in because I talk about everything and nothing. I mean, just listen to the fact that I've been talking for several minutes now and haven't really talked about a single thing. Craig knows. No, Dan's there too. I mean, that, that, that jersey that Dan's wearing, it looks like a towel. It looks like he's just been out playing outside, which is not true because Dan's been sat there, you know, probably watching That's not true. I, I was outside Probably right watching a hockey game. Maybe Hockey's Ghostbusters. Not, hockey's not on. Or maybe the towel is for his tears because WCW is dead. No, no. I don't cry over that anymore. Okay. Well, he says not anymore. We're, we've got progress. And we got progress. Admission is the first. Admission is the first step. I mean, I was pretty much, you know, uh, the open with that from day one, though. Yeah. Anyway, the fact well, hey, hey, don't you talk over Craig Legans. You could talk over me, but don't you dare talk over Craig. What were you going to say, King? I, I was going to say, uh, Dan, that um, yeah, yeah, I know we've you've gotten over your your uh, the the demise of WCW and hopefully in this upcoming segment of the wrestling historian won't bring up any bad feelings you may have because uh, we're still in great American bash season. Um, mm-hmm. If you are a frequent listener to the Craig Lagan show here on HIAC talk radio, son of a bitches. It's just his name. Nothing. No, nobody had ever named anything after me. Uh, they did, but um, oh no! Yeah, yeah it, it was more a law against doing things against possums. Damn! Um, <laughs> what? But but he's, gonna, it, he's but, gonna make the possum thing work. Go ahead. But, but there were but there's several uh, in this week in, in professional wrestling. There were several big moments in the uh, in WCW that took place during Great American Bash uh, WCW pay per view season. Uh, I never got to ask you, uh, Harry, a uh, great one. When did your love of professional wrestling uh, start? And were you a, a, a WWE fan, a WCW fan, an AWA fan? Where did it, where did it begin for you across the pond? See, Craig, at age uh, now 29 years and one half years, mm-hmm. uh, I started as a WWF fan in okay. the year... 2000, 2001. Um, my friend, uh, Aaron Crossman, was banned from watching it in his own home. He, he came to my house to, to watch it there, and um, I, didn't, I didn't want any of this. I, I believe, um, I don't remember what my sort of fad that I was into at the time was, but I think it may well have been Pokemon, something like that. You know, I was 10 years old. Who really, uh, who really sticks to what they're into at 10 years old other than Dan? Because, you know, he's into everything he was into at 10 years old. Yeah, you ain't lying, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can see the Ecto Coolers down there. You know, he's, he's still into everything. He was over there. Into. Yeah. Well, no direction is important, Dan. But, yeah. Um, down where? Dan, this is a family show. Oh, fuck. Wow. Hold on. So you can say that, but I can't. <laughs> no, I'll edit it later. I just. <laughs> okay. Okay. Actually, to be honest, I don't want the curse words flying, but after uh, Foxy Foxy was on, I've given yeah. up editing it. I don't care. So you're saying that. that uh, if you okay. say fuck, I'm not going to edit it. No. But don't try to say fuck. Oh, fuck. 
<laughs> how can how can you say Shit, that? Gary, what you did know, I say? Dan, you know I have a head injury, a uh, history of head injuries. Um, the head injury I had, and Craig, um, if I if I get off track, please remind hey, me I'll, in any break in what I'm saying. Hold on, but, Harry. Hold Dan, on, Dan, Craig. Please. No, no, it's my show. Shut up. Uh, real quick, it's Harry, Craig. Uh, Craig yeah, it's Craig's show. So shut up and let me ask the, <laughs> the host a question. Who who did we have on that cursed and immediately after he done, done saying something you cursed, you were like, I thought it was okay. I said, no, <laughs> it's okay for him, not for you. I don't uh, remember wh- who it was now. Well, most recently you just mentioned uh, Veronica, Veronica Vargas, Foxy Foxy, uh, uh, just right out the bat. And uh, granted, we were talking about a controversial subject and a subject that she was passionate like, about. Three sentences in. Three, boom. <laughs> Uh, it might have been the, the was it the guy we talked about we were talking about before we went on before we went live American Roughneck I remember he was on the show no because he's pure and not wholesome. that fucking clown he's pure he's pure and wholesome he doesn't curse when I asked him because he's an okay. adult okay well it, well I know it wasn't Derek it um, might have been Tremont okay it oh, of course been he says that every other word yeah it might have been Tremont we might have had Tremont on and I think I pre-recorded a, an interview and I had him on and. It's F this, F that. And it was, again, one of those interviews. I'm like, I'm not editing this. You don't yeah. pay me enough to edit all these F words. Yeah. So, and then we cut back to a wrestling story. You're like, you know, fucking, and I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Come on. But, um, this no. is a new era of HIC Talk Radio. <laughs> Curse away, but not that much, please. Go ahead, Harry. Please, I can't wait to hear best. more of what you're saying. I will do my fucking best. Hey, by the way, <laughs> Harry, I just, no, I'm kidding. Okay. Uh, no, I, I, I've done my best to behave in the past uh, when you've said, hey, you can't say uh, that word on tw- on Twitch. Yeah, you behave um, yourself again because you're an adult. No, no, I behave myself because I have um, sustained a head injury within uh, the, the past year and a half. And that's kind of, I want to say slowed me down, but slowed me down sounds worse than it is. Like, it's almost calm, calmed me down. But... On the other hand, it also has slowed me down. Um, remind me what uh, the direction I was going before we started this when you said save it for the show. I, f- I forget. Uh, you, I was about to say a word that you don't no, want don't. me to say, but you said I can't. I actually I absolutely forgot, which is the problem with somebody who's ADD is to say, I'll remind you in five minutes. Don't ever ask me to do that. I'm, le- I'm the least likely to remember in about five minutes. This is why I never had a, uh, a when, when I was a, a host of a podcast, uh, whether it was someone else's podcast, whether it was my own, whether I That's had you do all the, whether I had you do all the work. Um, literally, I n- never once did I want like a set. Oh, hello, this show, blah blah blah. I just start talking. I would literally just start talking because it's like you know who I am if you're listening for long enough. Otherwise, you can just press Google. And I know press Google. You type Google. You, you press Google. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, I, I did Press. tell you I bought a new TV recently. There should be a Google button on here, but there isn't. This what YouTube, brand is it? It is Bush. Okay. There's Amazon Prime. There's uh, YouTube. See, it doesn't even focus. I I play. I paid good money, which is about twenty pounds, next to nothing. That's good money for me. I'm cheap as anything. Um, but no, I paid good money for this camera, and it can't even show you what buttons I have on my remote. It's a good thing I'm a 2020 Hall of Famer for uh, HIC Talk Radio and not for um, cameras. Uh, but yeah, so I think I said something along the lines of a health health update. That was it. Thank you, Craig. Um, see, Craig. Uh, by the way, Dan, Danny, uh, Joycey Danny's here. Danielle's here, and she says hi. Well, hey, hello, Danny. Danielle. Hey, Double D. 
Um, are you talking? Wait, which 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 one were you talking to then, Craig? I, w- I was talking to uh, Danny Irfan, uh, Double D, I call I, it. But I wasn't sure to... if you were talking to Adam. No, he's he's just single. They're C cups at <laughs> best, Harry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, health, health, health update. update. That, that's where yeah. I was going. Um, so I'm having a really difficult time uh, remaining conscious. Thank and it's probably something that should be worrying. But on the other hand, I don't really do all that much. Like, I live in a quarantine. I live in a lockdown because... You know, I, I do my 3D printing um, business, which at some point before the end of the show, I will. I have a lot to show. I mean, got to remember where the camera is. Right in front of you, stupid. <laughs> but yeah, um, I do my 3D printing stuff. I annoy Dan. Hold on. You don't annoy really me at do. all. You really don't. The I try thing... to annoy Dan. Um, you try I mean, to. You know, my, my list of people I try to annoy has really shrunk. I don't even annoy Dean about how old he is anymore. Like, That's a good idea. No, 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 because <laughs> very, it was like, he, he went from reacting to just Ignoring going you. back to, well, no, that's what the old Dean used to do. The old Dean would ignore me and then he, the new Dean would react. So that's why I was like, I like the new Dean. And then he was, yeah, went back to ignoring. So I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> And then there's there's so many people that just aren't worth my time. There's there's the people that the great Harry Barnett will um, you know uh, choose to ruin. Roughneck. Um, uh, it's Jimmy Lyon's birthday. Happy birthday, Jimmy Lyon. Um, oh, uh, no. the, the Dean Kane. The Dean Kane uh, signed eight by ten is on the on the way. He loves Dean Kane. Um, He's the one. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So the, there's the people I know. But yeah, struggling to remain conscious. So that's probably something I should check out. But no, um, I don't remember where I was going with the health update. All so, right, yeah. Harry, we have a comment from uh, Danielle. Is she saying, why is this guy on the show? No, no, no. She's in, what's annoying is that damn microphone right in front of your face. Do you have a mount for it? I, I do, but I have nowhere to actually connect it to. So it's really a case of I can go like this. I can go like Don't this. do that because I can't. And also, it makes my glasses look really... I'm going to take the glasses off because my eyes don't really hurt today. Yeah, so, okay. yeah, well, they're Dan me. can be the only man with glasses today. My eyes are also great. <laughs> what, what glasses? I'm, not I'm in love glasses. with my eyes. Um, but yeah, like, really, uh, th- this place is just a, a platform to tell the stories uh, of my life. I mean, I live without hate now. Not I recently now. told... Uh, well, I mean, I, I recently told Dan how... Um, there's one person who I just, I don't hate anymore. At this point, I hate the guy more than he does, and he's the one that had to deal with this idiot. Yeah, but, and I mean this in the nicest possible way, because, like, um, you know, you know, I, I hate the fat jokes. Like, the beatus thing, I never really consider a fat joke, but isn't it? A, it is, it's because skinny people can have diabetes, too. That's why it's funny to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but on, don't fat guys hate each other anyway? Isn't that, like, a territorial thing? Like, um you know, like, hey, you I, ate my burger. I hate you. No, I usually when a f- another fat guy eats my food, I thank him for me not having to eat that now. Oh, there you go then. But no, point being, you know, Dan hates him more than I do. Yeah. Um, uh, I hate uh, him for existing, though. Yeah. Nothing personal. I honestly, I've been so full of anger in my life that it's like, I hate two people. I hated three. One of them I work with. Um, that's something I can't touch publicly. No, um, don't do that. I won't. I won't. Uh, that's all I'll say. Uh, don't don't touch him privately either. 
Uh, I got Y'all heard that. I got to laugh. Y'all heard if I can, that. If I can reach my foot that high. You know I'm going to make you cry at some point tonight from laughing, so it's I only going to be... I always do. I always do. I, know, I always think I it's funny that some random dude that found us on the internet who lives in the UK it, uh, still bothers talking to me. You say random, though, but like I didn't I, find you randomly. It was courtesy of, um, of Rick Brady. You know, if it wasn't for Rick Brady... None of us would be uh, connected. You know, I wouldn't know Justin. Uh, I wouldn't have been plagued by the American Roughneck. Um, uh, by the way, let me just say... Everyone else I know, I, I can't think of any names off the top of my head because I forget Dean, names. Justin, Dean, Justin? Dean, Omega I just Squad. said Justin. I just said Justin. Oh, um, yeah, but I usually ignore when his name comes up. <laughs> what were you going to say, Dan? I was going to say a, a shout-out to the Roughneck uh, because... Um, Literally, you can't call him fat. You can't call him fat neck anymore. I never called him fat neck. I don't like fat shame. Oh, that's right. You don't like the fat jokes. I, I have. You liked that tweet though, didn't you? What was the tweet? Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. I can't say it because I wasn't supposed to see it, but people said you can share it. But I don't really. I'll tell you off air. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was funny though, right? Probably, yeah. But no, 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 like, it's, it's kind of like a subconscious thing. Like, I just don't, it's not like I'm saying, hey, you can't make fun of this guy for being fat. Like, sure. I'm not someone who's going to sit here and tell you what you can and can't say. Because I say a lot of shit that I shouldn't say. <laughs> I can say shit, can't I? If we're saying the fuck word, oh, it makes you think shit's a bad I'm, thing. I'm fucking loving this. I can yeah. fucking say I whatever. All right, um, but, but don't do it on purpose is what I'm I know, saying. I know, I know, I know. Um, by the way, but, Danny says anger is a, a useless emotion. I, I said, eh, yeah, hate I, is a whole other step of anger. I get angry when I stub my toe, and it's not useless because it helps me get over the the fact that I just stubbed my goddamn toe. Uh, hate is a whole other. Yes, I'm I'm nothing without anger. Yeah, so it's, it's I, very, I am nothing without anger. Emotion. My character is half-assed without anger. It's a I very have a theory. emotion. I have a theory. Yeah. Um, see... I think that anger is, is what gives me my power. I think anger is what will make me live forever. Um, now that I'm gradually not angry anymore, now that I don't have hate anymore, um, that's why I think I've slowed down. That's why I think that I'm a lot weaker now. Um, a lot of my theories when it comes to my immortality, which uh, you'll laugh, but I genuinely think I will live forever. We had the soda talk earlier on and... Um, the fact that I've gone through a tremendous amount of uh, sugary drinks, which I want to drink now. I've been talking a lot. Um, the you fact that I drink... Talking a, the first thing you said that we agree on all day. The, the uh, fact that I drink so much in a day, the, the fact that I've taken more than the head injury last year. Um, last year was not great for you. Uh, the last two years weren't great for me. Sure. Um, that obviously being the other person that da, I hate, da, 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 which da, da. I will not be letting go of. Um, no, I, and I wouldn't either until she was. Uh, that person was dead. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do anything about hate. Like it can sit within me, and you know I can forget about it, but it will still be that sort of thing. But no, I will never let go of that. I try to tell people that will see you reply to me, right? Yeah, and they'll be like. Like you and I have had a, a, a row here or there, and we we're frenemies, Dan. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're my, I'm your enemy. I don't consider you an enemy. I'll just say that. 
but we'll we'll do Jeez, the... that, that sounded so like um like like a child cowering in the corner he's my enemy he's my enemy <laughs> i don't like dan uh but we get over that quickly and then somebody who will remain nameless because that person is not associated anymore uh dean? no not dean omega no justin no those are all the people i know Exactly. That's how important in this room. That is exactly how. Wait, was that Amber? No. Craig, where is that? Is is Amber closed? Oh, there's Amber. Amber, I apologize for waking you up. Uh, I shall provide you with the cat armor that I uh, showed both uh, Craig and Dan. And um, yeah, that will. You'll. I hope that you'll forgive me for waking you up. But yeah, do do go on with your point there, Dan. I was going to say the one person that was tweeting me the you know texting me the links like look what he's saying and, and i was telling him don't bother <laughs> he does not care and he's will be more vile than you could ever imagine so just brady no no okay. yeah he just says unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> anyway harry continue okay so um yeah i didn't really have a point but i know no uh, shit we're, we're no just, shit we're just, we're, we're just, um, we're doing like we do on the, uh, the, the show that you say is not my show. Just like you say that this isn't the Craig Legan show, even though it is. Um, it, it's the Craig Legan's and no, friends show. No, Danny, not him. He doesn't register. On, he's not even registered on the, on the care. There's no feelings towards that person one, one way or the other. Yeah. I don't know who that is, but yeah. The person that connected the two of you as friends. Which you probably don't remember because your head's all screwed up. <laughs> Dan, uh, when it comes to um, knowing people, I know how I know everyone. Uh, you could literally name me every single name. Uh, if I've met them in person, I can tell you exactly I how. Uh, don't how know I you've met this person in person in person, person in okay. person. Person in person. Um, they're like, I can tell you, I could literally throw random names at you. Like, I, I unfortunately met Fredo Majors at an ROH show. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the, the first time I met Brady Hicks, I slapped him in the face four times. Uh, probably wasn't uh, the first uh, time he got slapped that day. <laughs> uh, uh, say that again. Probably wasn't the first time he got slapped that day. Probably, yeah. Uh, the, the, the first time I, um, I met Mr. I don't like uh, wrestling to have health insurance, I put him in a headlock. <laughs> um, you know, it's I, not I that remember. he didn't want him to have health insurance. It's that he didn't want to. Never mind. Um, you know, I remember the fact that uh, I woke up late to uh, have phone calls on my hotel phone from you and Justin being in the lobby. Um, you know, I remember my first meeting with anyone. I remember the fact that I that met was Craig our first at, meeting, wasn't yeah, it? And it was, I got you I'm, back for hitting. Didn't I get you? Back, or did you hit me in the nuts? Or did I get you back in the nuts? No, I day? hit you in the nuts later that day. Okay, um, yeah, you got me back. I, I can remember the fact that I first met Craig at the most recent uh, New Moon show. Uh, That's true. You, you you tell me that this this is um, with Dan. You tell me that this is uh, my hero. This is the man who who made it all. Every Wednesday night, Craig Legans and. Uh, uh, we became the best of friends from there, and, and that's uh, where this great show came from. Um, exactly. And, and that was exactly about that story. It was exactly two years ago today, Harry. Actually, that's, two years ago yesterday. That's incredible. That's incredible. It was two but, years ago yesterday. You changed Roughneck's life forever. Yeah. Exactly. When I retired, that clown, that um, 
Well, I mean, he looks like a human that had evolved from a garden gnome. Not anymore, uh, he doesn't. He looks pretty good now. Are, are you telling me he's actually risen to a, a, a size of a uh, regular that human being? If you're talking about a height, that you know what? I'm just going to... That's going to get quoted. That's why I'm saying height. It was a height. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's going to get taken. I'm just going to keep that. That's, okay. Well, uh, the, the, following, um, the following disclaimer is the fact that anything mean I say... Uh, we'll Dan always bounce to... back on the guy whose show is actually on and not the guy yeah. who said it. That Dan may or may not have had to take out. Oh, I'm not know. taking any. I okay. stopped okay. caring right. a long time okay. ago. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, my name is The Great Harry Barnett. I say mean <laughs> things. Uh, you can find me at The Great HB on Twitter, uh, uh, The Great Harry Barnett on Instagram, uh, facebook.com slash TGHB Entertainment. You can find me, bother me about shit that I say. Don't go and um, and bother down about it you know he's he's um i would say he's innocent but you know he's, he's just a a child in his 30s sat in his chair with his game boy is that game boy <laughs> oh, oh it's a game, game boy, boy case okay but the fact of the matter is you know don't be mean to dan because of me be mean to dan because he deserves it yeah because yeah <laughs> throw your own crap at me i don't care anymore you know, this pandemic showed me one thing. It's that uh, a lot of people don't matter. Yeah. You know, and I mean that that is not a shot at any one person or any group of people. It's just that you you find out real quick who you really like and who you really, really don't like at all. If only there was um, there was a, uh, a donation uh, concept for every time that something didn't matter, uh, I would accept... One dollar, one pound, one peso, one um, any currency uh, on PayPal to Harry Barnett at hotmail.co.uk uh, because I was the one who told Dan a long time ago that wrestling didn't matter. Um, oh boy, have we found out real quick in the last couple of weeks that it doesn't? Uh, you, you know say what? A couple I of weeks, out. I say a couple of years. And you know what? I found out then to, 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 to um, co sign on your point. He said, You really find out the people who who don't matter, the people who you don't care about. I found out how many people don't care about me. Yeah. You like, find out real quick, don't you? Not, yeah. We're not talking about the people who I think we're talking about, right? No. Okay. No, we, we're, we're, hey, were you that guy they, they were mentioning that said that thing that was controversial the other day? Uh, no, I I don't know. I'm going to say no. Okay. But I, because we're I can't re- now I can't. A, I can't remember what it was. B, it was Casey. I'm like, is it Craig that said it? Because I believe it. Wait, do I have to fight people? Or are they being out? Oh no, no. Oh, it was a movie thing. It was a movie opinion. That's why I thought it was Craig. What movie? Okay. That, oh, that don't you didn't. Don't make me go looking for people. It was no. someone who said that. Should I not say it? Good. That Rogue One is not a good movie. Oh, oh, that was definitely wasn't me. Okay, that's what yeah. I was saying. I was like, I thought no, he no. liked it. <laughs> I, I loved it. I thought it is one of the. I put that not even in Star Wars terms. I put that in one of the best war movies ever made. Hey, Aaron's here. Glow Socks is here, and he cares about Dan and Craig. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank Glow you, Sox. Aaron. Thank you, Glow Socks. And uh, we don't care about Harry either. Well, that's all well and good. Great one, and great Dan. But it's Ooh. now time. If you can, since you both have your glasses on, you can see the past looking so much brighter because we're going to go back to a time where professional wrestling did mean something when there was wrestling in all 50 states where the United States was uh, chopped up into territories and 
everyone had a cable deal and you can see different federations from all across the country in one Saturday afternoon into night back when belts were called belts and not titles and back when sports entertainment was professional wrestling. This is the Wrestling Historian. Uh, we're going to go back to July 9th, 1985, one of the greatest hours of televised wrestling ever. Um, a masterstroke of booking. On July 9th, 1985, uh, an NWA tag team title match was the only match on the, on the entire show. It was the, the Koloffs, well, Ivan Koloff and Crusher Khrushchev, and they, along with Nikita Koloff, were the NWA Tag Team Champions. They invoked the, three, the Freebird rule that any two could defend the uh, any two of the three could defend the Tag Team Championship. So they were the NWA Tag Team Champions defending the belts against the debuting Rock and Roll Express. And that match took place uh, July 9th, 1985, at a TV taping in Charlotte. But the match took the entire hour of the show. No other matches, no other. There was commercial breaks, but and the matches kept on going. And at the 55-minute mark, the Rock and Roll Express, in their debut in the NWA, they had never wrestled there before, beat Ivan Koloff and Christian Khrushchev to win their first NWA Tag Team Championship and put Rock and, the Rock and Roll Express on the map and onward to their Hall of Fame career. And it was Dusty's idea, Dusty Rhodes, the late great one, to bring in the Rock and Roll Express on their television debut, not just their NWA debut, their, their NWA TV debut, win the tag team titles in their first match there, hold on to them, start a program with the Coloss. A week later, the Midnight Express would debut and it was Dusty's idea keep these two teams apart for an entire year <laughs> until they would meet uh, again outstanding booking uh, by two outstanding talents but the Rock and Roll Express made their NWA debut winning their first NWA Tag Team Championship in their first ever match in the NWA uh, 15 years later on July 9th 2000 Dan, we talked earlier in the show uh, about the WCW, the demise of WCW, and some, <laughs> <laughs> bad, uh, uh, some bad ideas. Well, July 9th, 2000, once again, we're Bash at the Beach. Well, last week on The Wrestling Historian, we talked about the historic Bash at the Beach, where uh, Hulk Hogan uh, debuted as the uh, mysterious third member, uh, third partner for Holland Nash, and the formation of the NWO. That was in 1996. Well, four years later, and uh, on July 9th, 2000, had probably it was probably the most controversial pay-per-view in WCW history. Uh, again, Bash at the Beach, oh, and again God. involving Hulk Hogan, uh, when Hulk Hogan defeated the current, the, the then WCW heavyweight champion, Jeff Jarrett, in one minute and 19 seconds. But this was before Vince Russo got on the mic and did some would call it, some say a shoot, some say an angle. Anyway, Jeff Jarrett laid down and 
accepted the uh, the pin from Hulk Hogan, who eventually pinned him, and Hogan walked out, and not just walked out of the ring, walked out of the building. And I want to hear your memory of that that pay per view. Oh, here you can see my memory of that uh, pay per view. Um, that. <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, it's it's funny because the main event was Jarrett and Booker T for the title, and the ma- it was probably match of the year. Yeah, uh, even more ironic is Booker T had lost his match earlier on the card. He had lost to Canyon due to uh, well, Jeff Jarrett's interference. Well, but I Vince- think it was set up perfectly considering what they were dealing with. To comment on the situation itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, over uh, the years, Vince, Ru- Vince Russo has been called a lot of things. Yes. Um, I don't think liar is particularly one of them. I mm-hmm. can't say that he's a liar. Uh, on the other hand, we've known Hulk Hogan to be a backstabbing liar. Yes. So I believe <laughs> Vince Russo on this one that it was agreed upon and then Hogan didn't like it. And Hogan well, went rogue in the uh, in, in in legally. I absolutely believe that. Again, it goes back to last week. It's real funny because I didn't like Hogan as a kid. It just didn't. When he came to WCW, it was like immediately took st- as a kid, not having any knowledge at all, and some would argue still not of wrestling. <laughs> it, all I saw was this guy coming in from the other place and taking my guy Sting off the main <laughs> event, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So at that basic level, already hated the guy. And the only time I really liked Hogan was Hollywood Hogan. I liked Heel yeah. Hogan. His That's when he got his fans back. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to say limitations because you go back, like I said, you're watching WWF. I'm watching wrestling, anything on the network, not just WCW and WWF, anything chronologically. Mm-hmm. And Hogan, when Hogan was off, he was yeah. off. But when Hogan was on, he was on. So you get this appreciation retrospectively, like, man, when he wanted to, he could work his ass off. And then he started having the, because I'm not trying to insult Hogan, uh, the character. I hated Hulk Hogan. Retrospectively, I don't like the person, Terry. Uh, That's not for this discussion. Mm -hmm. As he gets into WCW, the ring, the years take its toll on his body and when I say his limitations in the ring, I don't mean F Hulk Hogan because mm-hmm. there, uh, there's a lot of people like, oh, you still let – no. I mean he, that's when he started getting the knee – like major knee issues again, like repetitive knee issues. His back started going to crap. The Hollywood Hogan character allowed him to work around that mm-hmm. and just be a chicken S 90% of the time and just a cheater the other 10% of the time to where he was rarely on his back until he took the pin. Fill in the gaps, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so I just wanted to preface that by saying, because when he came in against Flair, of course, people will say, well, it's Ric Flair. Ric Flair and Hogan had a great, it was old Hogan and old Nature Boy Mm -hmm. at Bash at the Beach, which I'm assuming we'll get to. Uh, But by the time we get to 2000, WCW, and it's not just Russo's fault. WCW was on their 10th booking team at the time in the last less than 10 years. The writing was already on the wall. They weren't putting 5,000 people in the building by Bash at the Beach. 
it's just a cluster F. Vince writes this thing about the work shoot, and it goes bro. off without a hit. What? I said, bro. Bro, bro, bro. We're going to do this, bro. Bro. <laughs> he writes that off without a hitch, and then you find out years later that Hogan tried his bullcrap again, again, filing at that under, I hate Terry so much. <laughs> it just goes back to the union thing, and then you see that years later it all adds up. It's like, I, what a garbage person. But the character itself, I think they could have done wonders with that, and he, he got hurt by it, I guess. I don't know. What did you think of what Russo said in the ring that night? That this is this is the problem with WCW. That it's part of it. Yeah. Part of it. He, he's correct. Russo's yeah. absolutely one hundred percent. Go back to Jim Hearn, and then getting him rid of him, and then Ric Flair before him getting the ratings back up. Then you throw Jim Hearn in there. The ratings go back down. Then you have uh, Bill, Watts, Bill Watts, and then yeah. Dusty comes back, and then you can't run a company. You can't run a wrestling company knowing what a cluster F of emotion and egos at just being a bastard wrestling is when you keep changing the top. Gotcha. So by 2000, they're lucky they got to 2000. Yeah. When you look at it now, uh, but that, that main event, if Hogan and Jarrett, People can say what they want about Jarrett, you know, that fake woke thing. Well, you know, he wasn't even that good. Mike Graham, uh, <laughs> God rest his soul, kind of took a shot at Jarrett on the WCW DVD WDF put out. I was like, but Jarrett was fine. <laughs> the problem. He wasn't the problem at all. Yeah. Really quickly, just to, to jump in, Craig, earlier on when you asked me how I, um, what I started on WCW on the very end, I, I literally caught like the last couple of months. That, that was okay. my only ever non-WWF non uh, stuff when I was a kid. Right? Literally... <laughs> That that was the, the finish of the story earlier on. So, so you saw the the only good thing you really saw was the debut of AJ Styles on television. The the natural born thrillers were great, then. The natural born thrillers yeah. were great. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you the natural born thrillers were fantastic. It's, it's, Vampiro it's, it's, was great. I was gonna say it was a shame that uh, Sean O'Hare had to be attached to uh, a certain someone in uh, a, a higher value wrestling. Stay <laughs> on the NEK. Um, um, you know, I don't have to hate him to, to say that it's a bad thing he was attached to him. It was a bad thing he was attached to him. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, do go on. The, uh, the return of Mr. Uh, Wonderful that later kill, uh, you know, almost killed the guy. <laughs> that was cool. There was a few bright spots, but then you also had uh, uh, Dusty and Dustin versus Jarrett and Flair and that was I saw, I, I, I remember actually watching that uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then you had the tag team, Cruiserweight Tag Team Championships, mm. which was basically everybody who was like the end of the card or main event that very next, <laughs> in the next two years in WWF in the first place. So, mm -hmm. and AJ Styles. And AJ Styles. No, I literally. AJ, the world's not flat, AJ. Just want to <laughs> let you know. It was a handful of shows. It was. Um... It, it was literally uh, less than Dan can count. So, you know, yeah, a handful, one handful. Um, no, it was, it was about a month or two, maybe. I can count, fine. Okay. Well, that was uh, July 9th, 2000. And uh, so WCW had a good two years left before its demise. And that was only the good. first day. Yeah, and that was, that's only the first day, gentlemen. We still have a whole 
you know, a couple more days to go in the week. Yeah, shut up, Dan. Okay. Uh, <laughs> July 9th. Uh, July 11th. A uh, very interesting date, uh, July 11th, 1992. Uh, WWF did a rare house show in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, that was rare enough. But on this particular one, July 11th, 1992, uh, the main event was Rand- the WWF heavyweight champion Randy Savage going up against Ric Flair. And this will be Ric Flair's first and only appearance in Charlotte under the WWE banner. Uh, wrestling wise, he's appeared there before after, you know, in a suit in the Ric Flair. But as far as Ric Flair wrestling in Charlotte under the WWF banner in the WWF ring, this was the first time, uh, July 11th, 1992. And like with Hogan, when he deb- when Ric Flair debuted in the WWE in 1991, uh, in the series of house shows, which was really stupid, um, to uh, just start, he started right away with Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan on house shows. I mean, the dream match that wrestling fans had been for 10 years and they just gave it away on house shows left and right. Um, and they did the same thing with Savage uh, when uh, Savage was champion and Ric Flair pinned Randy Savage, the WWF heavyweight champion, with a foreign object. And after the bout was over, when Ric Flair put the foreign object under his, on, in his armpit, when the referee raised his hand, it fell out, uh, and the referee saw it and reversed the decision. So the, you had an old NWA finish that was an 80-gram special uh, in a WWF ring. I have no doubt that it was Ric Flair's idea uh, to do that. But um, you know, the, And that's the same thing that Flair did with Hogan. Flair, Ric Flair pinned Hulk Hogan in their first meeting and in subsequent meetings across house shows across the United States that weren't televised. And uh, he would pin Hulk Hogan and the referee would uh, find a foreign object and disqualify Ric Flair. And while this happened July 11th, 1992, Ric Flair's first match in Charlotte uh, in the WWF and will be his only match in Charlotte in that's part of the WWF. Uh, July 12th, 1986, speaking of uh, last and only, uh, July 12th, 1986, in uh, Madison Square Garden in the WWF house show, uh, this is at the height of WrestleMania, um, an interesting card took place. Um, first of all, Jimmy Hart won a 22-man $50,000 battle royal. Uh, by hiding under the ring, and uh, Greg Valentine and Junkyard Dog eliminated themselves, and Jimmy Hart would win the Madison Square Garden Battle Royal. And you were talking about earlier, a great one about Dan being able to count on one hand. The amount of Battle Royals in in Madison Square Garden, you can count on one hand. Um, And Jimmy Hart, uh, for all, all of history, will be a winner of one of them. And the main event, and that Madison Square Garden match, July 12, 1986, was the makeshift tag team of Intercontinental Champion Randy Savage and adorable Adrian Adonis going against the tag team of Tito Santana and Bruno Sammartino <laughs> in a cage match. And Santana and Bruno Sammartino would win by escaping the cage you know, Tito had lost the Intercontinental Champion 
chip to Randy Savage. Um, that was their connection. I don't know if Bruno ever had any connection with Adrian Adonis, but there it was. I think it was Adonis's childhood dream to uh, wrestle uh, Bruno since he grew up in New York. But yeah, so Bruno Sammartino and Tito Santana defeated uh, Randy Savage and Adrian Adonis in a steel cage match. I bring this up because uh, that would be Bruno Sammartino's last match ever in Madison Square Garden. Wow. Uh, he, he first wrestled in the Garden in January of 1960, won the title there in May of 1963, sold it out more than any other professional wrestler since. That's more than Hogan, more than Austin, more than Rock. Uh, and he, that was his last match in 1986, and he would not return to Madison Square Garden until he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 2013. So, uh, but July 12th. How long ago since he was in, inducted? 2013. That feels like yesterday. Yeah. But uh, of course, years. with quarantine times, that was at least yeah. 10 years ago. <laughs> 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, but it was, yeah. It, was seven, it was seven years ago that Bruno was inducted into the... Uh, uh, WWE Hall of Fame, which was held in Madison Square Garden, and that his appearance in 2013 was his first time there since 1986. Uh, now, July 12th. Um, with the, with the Hall of Fame being mentioned, I just made me remember. Has anything been said about when the postponed Hall of Fame will be? No, no, I haven't heard anything. No. Okay. That was on my mind the other day. Postponement on my mind. Uh, July 12th, 1992. I uh, did say it was Great American Bash season. Well, uh, the Great American Bash pay-per-view took place uh, July 12, 1992 in Albany, Georgia. And it was highlighted by the NWA Tag Team uh, Championship Tournament. Uh, the semifinals, Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham defeated the team of Rick Rude and stunning Steve Austin mm. to advance to the finals. And uh, Hold on a second. Was- Jersey Danny, you were where? Go ahead, Craig. Yeah, where were you? Yeah, where were you? Double D. God damn it! Uh, but um, the other and the other bracket, uh, Steve Doctor Death Williams and Terry Bam Bam Gordy defeated the team of Nikita Koloff and Ricky Steamboat, and uh, they had to go over even even if they weren't scheduled to because uh, Doctor Death Steve Williams. Uh, went to Gabe, it looked like he was going to give Ricky Steamboat a body slam, and Ricky Steamboat was prepared to take it. But at the last minute, Steve, Steve Williams, Dr. Death, turned it into a backbreaker, and Steamboat wasn't ready, and he landed awkwardly on his side. He didn't get him all the way over on his back, and I could tell right away something went wrong, and Steamboat was grabbing his side the whole time, and I thought what I saw then turned out to be true, uh, Ricky Steamboat broke his rib uh, when Steve, uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams gave him that awkward uh, backbreaker. Uh, so Ricky Steamboat had a broken rig, rib, and he and Nikita Koloff lost to uh, Dr. Death Steve Williams and Terry Gordy. And Doc and Gordy would go on to defeat Dustin Rhodes and Barry Windham to unify the WCW and NWA Tag Team Championship. And that was under the Bill Watts regime. You said how many different people. Uh, obviously, Steve Williams and Terry Gordy are Bill Watts guys. Uh, 
guys that he brought in and uh after the uwf merger you know he'd always he'd been a, a stalwart fan of steve williams from the time he was in college recruited by jim ross and always loved terry gordy from back in the Freebird days when they first debuted in mid-south for bill watts back in 1979 so doc and gordy who were already a big deal in japan uh were bill watts's hand-picked guys and they would go on to win the NWA Tag Team Tournament and unify both the WCW and NWA Tag Team Championship. Uh, not to be outdone, the main event of that card, Dan, uh, Big Van Vader pinned uh, Sting for the WCW Heavyweight Championship to win his first world title. Nasty-looking powerbomb, too. It was. Uh, this is during Vader's initial path of destruction. Yeah. He I mean, it was out. good. I didn't mean it wasn't a bad powerbomb. It just looked nasty. And it Sting looked nasty. And sold it, it. And it. And Sting was, and you added Sting's name to the list of people that Vader injured on his way to his first championship. <laughs> um, Nikita Koloff had suffered a, a, a separated shoulder. Um, Ron Simmons had broken his collarbone in the match against Vader. Uh, Sting was, uh, we know he broke Joe Thurman's back with the uh, powerbomb. And uh, after this bout, uh, Sting was injured, and it was uh, – I forget what injury he had, but he was put on the shelf afterwards. But the uh, Great American Bash, July 12, 1992, Big Van Vader pinned Sting with an awesome powerbomb to win his first world title. Uh, also, uh, not really that far back, but I just thought it was worth worth mentioning, July 12, 2009, uh Brock Lesnar defeated Frank Mir in a second-round TKO to become the UFC heavyweight champion. And he did that on his 32nd birthday. So happy belated birthday. Happy belated 43rd birthday to <clears throat> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> uh, also celebrating a birthday, uh, happy belated 46th birthday to a guy I really liked. Uh, he got let go earlier this year, which is kind of a tough break, but I've always enjoyed his work. Uh, uh, he's what uh, I hate the wrestling product today because it seems like it's one long skit, but this guy did comedy within the framework of professional wrestling and he made it work. So happy belated 46th birthday uh, to Sugar Shane, Sugar Shane Helms. Gregory Helms, Hurricane, um, one of my favorite performers. I th his his angle with Rock is one of the few angles I would go back on YouTube and watch again just because it was so hilarious. And you could tell Rock was having a good time doing this. And this was at the, at the beginning of Rock's movie star uh, climb. So he really was saying goodbye to the WWE at this time. But he came back. Uh, this is after he did Scorpion King. He came back to do this uh, this uh, program with uh, Hurricane, which was absolutely hilarious. And uh, whenever he would put on his, uh, as Rock would call his Hamburglar outfit, the uh, mask and the H on his chest. Well, yeah, the Rock knows who you are. You got the cape. You got the mask on. You got the big H on the chest. You're the Hamburglar, aren't you? Listen, get the Rock a cheeseburger and fries and no ketchup. And uh, then he would, when he would jump out of the uh, out of the frame, 
Rock would sell it like he was flying. He would jump out and Rock would just look up in the, in the sky and just shake his head. Um, great. Um, great guy. I was wondering if he was just hitting the ceiling and they were just shaking their head at his death every time. <laughs> I just like the fact that Rock sold it. He was flying. Uh, and I also love the fact that uh, because his name was Shane Helms, uh, but because WWF already had a Shane, he had to change it to Greg. And then later to Hurricane, because you can't have two people with the same name. God forbid. Yes. Ask Sean Stasiak that when we already had a Sean Michaels, and that's going to confuse folks. So, we'll call him Meat. Yeah, we'll call him Meat. That's a Meat. It's short for Sean. <laughs> that's, that was July 12th. Uh, July 14th, in 1991. Great American Bash, Baltimore, Maryland. Speaking of cluster Fs. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is now on last week on Wrestling Historian. We talked about the firing of Ric Flair and how uh, Jim Hurd, a name we've mentioned on this podcast quite a bit. Uh, no surprise was, it rhymes with turd. You might have Jim heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> wow, two uh, puns in the same. T- that's <laughs> You can't get that on any other show, ladies and gentlemen, and here you are. <laughs> For anyone that didn't hear it. Uh, I also asked earlier on what happened to uh, COVID one through eighteen, and Dan burst in out and laughter. Yes, I didn't fall. He also got very I, mad. I over. He I got, got very mad. mad that he didn't let me record it. Prick. No, I allowed you to. I'm blaming it. you. You just weren't recording at the time. Blaming you. Do continue, Craig. Go ahead, Craig. Thank you, great one. Um, well, after you're welcome, Ric Flair, uh, who was the current WCW heavyweight champion. Uh, was fired by Jim Hurd and stripped of the belt. Um, I've, I've said previously um, they wanted Flair to drop the belt to Lex Luger at this Great American Bash, July 14th. Um, and Flair said, well, can we renegotiate my contract first? Hurd said, well, tell you what, why don't you drop it to Barry Wyndham first and have Wyndham drop it to Luger? That way you won't even have to be on the pay-per-view because I don't even want to see you there. And then her take, well, on second thought, you know what? I'm just going to strip you of the belt because I don't want you in the company anymore. And Flair said, well, fine. I put up $25,000 deposit for the belt. Uh, give me my deposit back, and I'll, we'll go our separate ways. And Jim Hurd, ever the turd, said, uh, forget it. You know, I just don't want you here anymore and left. So Ric Flair left with the gold belt. Well... They still have a pay-per-view to do eight days later, and they have no main event. So because there was no Ric Flair and because there was no internet, there was no dirt sheet, there was no uh, ESPN or ticker, fans attending the pay-per-view did not know that Ric Flair was not there, that he had – not only was he not there, but that he had been fired from WCW. So that threw the entire card into disarray. So – uh, Barry Windham was pressed into the main event against Lex Luger, and the winner of that bout would win the WCW Heavyweight Championship. I wish they didn't have a belt. They had to make one up at the last minute or grab an old belt and put a, a different nameplate on. And Barry Windham had already been scheduled to uh, team up with Arn Anderson and Paulie Dangerously to go up against the team of Rick and Scott Steiner and Missy Hyatt. Uh, 
that was one. The stumbling block there was in Baltimore. Oh, yeah. The stumbling Missy had the stumbling block in and of it, in and of herself. But the the uh, the Maryland State Athletic Commission is very particular about men facing women and a law that still exists. So uh, Barry Windham pressed into duty to be in the main event. So that bout was changed to Arn Anderson uh, and Paul Lee going against the Steiners and Missy Hyatt. But because of the law that men can't face women, uh, the hardline agency, uh, the tag team of Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater, kidnapped Missy Hyatt before the bout so there wouldn't have to be a male versus a woman. Um, Arn Anderson was accidentally knocked out by Paul E.'s phone. So Scott Steiner, sorry, Rick Steiner pinned Paul E. in that match. And Scott Steiner had been injured earlier by, the, uh, by Dick Murdoch and Dick Slater. The two Dicks took out one Scott. Uh, so that entire thing was thrown into disarray. So they had to work around the male versus female match. They couldn't happen by kidnapping Missy Hyatt and um, having Arn Anderson knocked out. And so Rick Steiner pinned Paulie dangerously. Uh, also on that card, uh, for some whatever for weird reason, uh, the, the dark match on that card was Junkyard Dog versus Black Bart. Two guys that were past their prime, and their bout went 12 minutes, which was longer than almost any was longer than any card, any match on the card except for the main event. <laughs> and that was a dark match, so it wasn't even televised. Uh, another match that made absolutely no sense: the team of PN News and Bobby Eaton took on the team of Terry Taylor and Stunning Steve Austin. In a scaffold match. I don't remember this. Good for you. I was going to say, it's probably a good reason. And they, they changed it at the last minute, just like they changed the uh, the Wyndham, Arn Anderson, Missy Hyatt, um, Pauly Dangerously match. They changed it to, instead of someone getting shoved off the scaffolding, you had to go to the other side and grab the other your opponent's flag. Uh, but what I found most interesting was you had Bobby Eaton and Steve Austin, the two best wrestlers probably on the entire card, and you had them on a scaffold. <laughs> yeah, good. Totally. Yeah. Uh, other matches on that uh, pay-per-view, Great American Bash pay-per-view. Uh, the Diamond Stud defeated Tom Zank, and Ron Simmons defeated Oz. So Hall and Nash were making their uh, debuts five years before Bash at the Beach as the Diamond Stud and Oz, respectively. And in their first match ever, remember I said at the top of the Wrestling Historian, the Rock and Roll Express won their, uh, won the NWA Tag Team Championship on their first match? Well, cut to six years later, and Ricky Morton went up against Robert Gibson. Ricky Morton had turned heel a week earlier and joined the York Foundation, and this will be the first, last, and only time the Rock and Roll Express faced each other. And Ricky <laughs> Morton defeated Robert Gibson uh, in a match that went about five minutes, but uh, the rock and the music had died, and uh, rock and roll had uh, had broken up for the first time in 15 years. 
Uh, obviously, they would go back together again because Rock and Roll Express didn't have their last match until 2019. So, but that was the first time they ever faced each other uh, on that pay-per-view, that Great American Bash, July 14th, 1991. And of course, the main event, uh, Lex Luger would defeat Barry Windham with a pile driver uh, to win the WCW Heavyweight Championship to the strains, to the very loud, audible cheers throughout the throughout the entire card of We Want Flair. Yeah. A very loud, very distracting pay-per-view that uh, did a, uh, I believe did a 0.4 or 1.4. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Great American Bash pay-per-view, July 14th, 1991. First one without Ric Flair. And boy, did you notice. <laughs> exactly one year later, July 14th, 1992, right here, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the old Philadelphia Original Sports Bar on 8th and Market. Uh, Jimmy Snuka defeated one Johnny Hotbody to become the very first ECW heavyweight champion. Wow. Which brings us to today. Um, some birthdays to get out of the way first. Uh, happy 69th birthday to Mr. James Janos, who has had a very distinguished professional wrestling, uh, political, and entertainment career. James Janos, who you all know as Jesse the Body Ventura. And also happy 78th birthday to possibly the greatest Mexican wrestler uh, outside of El Santo. Uh, at one point, he may have been one of the top paid wrestlers in all the United States, comparable to Andre, Bruno, or the current NW, whoever was the NWA champion at the time. But one of my dad's favorite wrestlers, happy 78th birthday today to the man of a thousand masks, Mil Mascaras. Ah, uh, Mil Mascaras, who uh, uh, one of his last matches on TV was against uh, Cactus Jack. Yes, who Cactus Jack rakes across the coals in his book, Foley is Good. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah, not, very, not a very well-liked man. Oh, I do like that it's Jim Cornette that tells him, do that spot. Yeah. <laughs> Do that spot. Do Don't tell anybody. I'm telling you it's fine. Don't worry about it. Do the spot. And you, and people on TV think he dies. <laughs> Just, all you I, hear I is, thought he was dead. All you hear is... <gasps> the audible gasps. Yes. <laughs> you, just, you know, it's like uh, I saw Spider-Man uh, Homecoming in uh, theaters uh, opening night. And they're going through the prom montage. Mm-hmm. And as as the montage ends, he knocks on the door. He rings the doorbell and opens the door. Yeah, and it's the vulture, and you could hear the theater go. <gasps> yeah. Hey, you must be Peter. I'm losing. Oh my god! What a what a goddamn work that is. Oh, it's beautiful. Same thing with that. They have that whole thing, which is a slog. That match is a slog. Is the best word for it. And then then at the end, just pop. Damn. Audible gas. Happy 78th birthday to Bill Mascaras. Uh, also on this date, 1983, uh, a very interesting tournament took place. Uh, on a previous pro um, wrestling story, and I mentioned the fact that Harley Race, 
uh, would regain the NWA Tag Team, NWA Heavyweight Championship. He defeated Ric Flair June 20th in uh, Missouri. Uh, so while Harley Race was not only the NWA Heavyweight Champion, he was also the Missouri State Heavyweight Champion. He had to give up the Missouri State belt. Well, there was a tournament on this day, 1983, to crown a new Missouri State Heavyweight Champion, uh, still regarded in the 80s as the number two belt in the NWA, and whoever holds it would eventually be world champion because so many world champions had held it previously. Well, in the tournament final, uh, Ric Flair defeated David Von Erich to win the Missouri State Championship. Interesting bracketology, though, Dan, because to get to the quarter in the quarterfinals, Ric Flair defeated uh, Butch Reed. Uh, David Von Erich defeated Blackjack Lanza. But uh, had the bracketing gone the way it was supposed to, uh, Hulk Hogan and Crusher Blackwell went to a double countout. Had Hulk Hogan won that match, his next opponent in the Missouri State title tournament would have been Ric Flair. So that would have been their first match ever, July 15th, 1983. Now, keep in mind, Hulk Hogan had already left uh, the AWA at that point, at this point, and um, was still wrestling matches in Japan. And his debut in the WWF was um, was uh, less than a year away. Had he won the tournament or had the NWA had any interest in Hulk Hogan, things might have been differently. But, a little bit um, different. Yeah. Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair were on the same card on that date, July 15th, 1983. Uh, normally, I would wrap up a uh, wrestling historian right now, but um, I want to give a, a special uh, attention to uh, a wrestler who we lost uh, last month. Uh, and it was I was reminded of it during our current wrestling uh, uh, climate. Uh, last week, uh, Keith Lee... Uh, became the first double champion in NXT history. The, he was the reigning WWE NXT North American champion, and he defeated Adam Colebaby for the NXT heavyweight title uh, to become a double champion. And he thanked his trainer on Twitter, and he thanked him in a post-match interview, his trainer, uh, the great killer Tim Brooks. Um, and uh, Killer Brooks not only trained Keith Lee, but he also trained one awesome Kong, uh, a, a great trainer, a great guy whom we lost uh, June 30th of this year. He was 72 years old and he had a battle with cancer and uh, we lost him on June 30th. And I wanted to give a special mention to him. Uh, Killer Brooks was a, a great heel in um, territories throughout Texas, Georgia, um, world-class. Um, in uh, Mexico and Japan, he was trained by uh, by Dick Murdoch and Skandor Akbar, a great friend of Bruiser Brody. Uh, but he's probably best known for one of the most underrated angles in professional wrestling history. Uh, March 20th, 1983, Killer Brooks, Tim Brooks, defeated Paul Orndorff for the NWA National Heavyweight Championship in Georgia which was one of the big titles, one of the biggest regional titles in professional in the NWA next to the Missouri State title, the national heavyweight champion, because it was on TBS, the Superstation, so it was a big deal. Well, Killer Brooks pinned Paul Orndorff for the national heavyweight championship, but then he sold the belt 
for $25,000 to Larry Zabisco. And Larry Zabisco was the recognized national champion from March 20th to April 30th <laughs> until the NWA president, Bob Geigel, got involved and told Larry that titles cannot be changed that way. A tournament was held, and Larry Zabisco would win the tournament, and that was that would start the uh, the epic heel run of Larry Zabisco because he was only known in WWF, and he came on the on the NWA on TBS claiming to be the man who retired Bruno Sammartino. So he was mentioning the WWE on an NWA show, but he bought he bought the national title from Killer Brooks in an angle that would be repeated five years later when Ted DiBiase bought the world championship from Andre the Giant. But it was done first by Killer Brooks. And uh, it's still one of the most underrated uh, angles in professional wrestling history that Killer Brooks was part of that. Because I always wondered, um, after the NWA stripped Larry Zbysko of the National Heavyweight Championship, did Killer Brooks get his $25,000 back? <laughs> I need to That's know. You should always keep your receipt. Yeah, yeah, I need to know this. I did. I did need it, and I still need to know that. Um, I always wanted to. If I ever met him, I wanted to ask him that. But uh, sadly, they won't get the chance. Uh, we lost Killer Brooks June thirtieth of this year again uh, to in uh, to cancer. He was seventy two years old. Didn't even know he died. I, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I remember Keith Lee uh, tweeting about it when it. Yeah, happened. I just found the tweet and retweeted it. Yeah, uh, but when he won the. Uh, uh, and this is on the WWE Network in his post-match interview. He dedicated it to uh, to Killer Brooks. Now that match was fan goddamn tastic. Yes. And before we get to that match, I just want to say, and that, my friends, is a wrestling historian. Sorry, Craig. Now I will say uh, that match was fantastic. Uh, Harry, I know you don't watch wrestling a lot or at all anymore. I don't watch it at all, Dan. But I said it all. I I amended it. Watch that match. It's fantastic. It really is good. It's not just a, well, you know, it's a really good match. Uh, did you see John Moxley wearing a Danny Havoc shirt tonight on AEW? I'm watching it right now. Another man that we've lost this year. Uh... I mean this in like a really, really nice way. Do I know who any of those people are? You would. Uh, I will send you links. You will know. You, you would have seen Danny Havoc before. Isn't um, he the, the, the one that was the Viking? No, I no. I, someone told me he's like an actual Viking. Like that's oh, the, he might have been. Okay, and and who was the other name? Killer Brooks. Killer. No, Brooks. no, 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 no. The the one you said was wearing his shirt. Oh, Moxley. Uh, uh, oh, Dean John Ambrose. Moxley. Oh, okay. I know who Mox, that is. John Moxley is his actual. It's Jonathan Moxley. John Moxley is that he wrestled in that under that name in the Indies and CZW before he went to WWE and then CZW. You know that, huh? No, I know you don't. No, 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 I know. That's why I was explaining to you. Nobody watches CZW anymore. I th no, not even anymore. I think the only show I've ever watched was the um, the, the the Tremont. Um, um, yeah. Uh, what was the guy's name again? Onita. Tremont Onita. Oh, Adam Onita. Yeah. Wow, what a disappointment, huh? <laughs> well, how can you be disappointed when you don't really know what you're watching? That's very true. Um, very but true. no, other, other than that, like. I've never watched a CZW in, in the history of it. I mean, the better left, the, the better, the less said about it, the better. Because I was like, well, I used to watch it. But no, I can't talk about him. And also, he, no, I can't talk about him. <laughs> never mind. Well, Dan, let, let's, let's, 
it's almost a wrestling historian, a HIEC talk radio historian moment. On this date, or whenever the whenever the date was last yesterday, when you and Dean and maybe Omega was there as well. I don't remember. Who? Omega. No, he was not. Okay. Craig was on, there. On this date, whenever it was. Yesterday. Whoever was there. We were. When you and Dean had um, DJ Hyde on here. And the entire time I was burying DJ on Twitter and burying um, uh, a deathmatch wrestling. And Dean got so mad. Yeah. And, and, well, we would both agree with you about that person at this point. Well, well, but the thing was, it was just like, uh, you know, at that point, that was early on in the in the, the days of the great Harry Barnett, and um, you know, I was I was laying the foundations for who I'd later become, and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to trash Deathmatch Wrestling because people are going to buy into it. They're going to think this guy really hates this stuff, you know. Uh, he's really annoying for saying, uh, you know, we love the deathmatch stuff, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, it's going to really tick some people off. And it, it was really funny to think that, you know, Dean tried to have uh, Joe Gacy and, and Tremont kill me. Um, yeah, a wonderful time. And this was the HIC Talk Radio Historian. See, I, I was growing up to be... I want to be Craig when I grow up. Harry, where can people yeah. find you on uh, social media, well, sir? Dan, just before just before you actually uh, uh, go down that road, and don't worry, this isn't going to take uh, 50, 60, maybe 90 minutes. Um, <laughs> At that point, I'm just going to hang up. Well, please don't, because this is a very... Imp- uh, this is a public service announcement of great importance. Uh, and now I see what Danny meant by the microphone in my face. Yeah. <laughs> um, as you know, as Craig knows, as Amber knows, as everyone watching tonight knows, they're not now because we're not live, and I'm not going to keep doing this. Pretend, um, just pretend we're just, just don't change it. Just talk. We fuck sake. You know, I, I can't. Uh, you know, it, this is just the way I am. Um, no, so everyone knows I'm a 3D printer. This is the the this is what my life is now. Don't check your watch that you don't have on your arm. Um, Oh, you do? Oh, my You have a watch. That's a, that's a Fitbit. That's not a watch. That it's not counts. a Fitbit. It's a Samsung bit, and it's a freaking watch. I'm looking and at my time. It counts your steps. It, it counts, counts my steps. It counts and all it... three of your steps. It lets um, me know when my heart's going to explode. I'm, I'm in the 10,000s. Shut up. <laughs> I had a light yeah. day today, unfortunately. You can't count that high. Um, it, counts, it counts all 12 of my steps. Yeah. <laughs> but, and that's just yeah. him to feed Amber, and then he goes back to the couch. But I'm pumped. But you I'm, should just you should just put the um you should put yours on Amber. Craig it also tells me how much stuff. I sleep, which is not enough. Are you want to trade? Hold on. It you, also you measures sleep. my stress level. Let's see how it measures with Harry on the show. <laughs> well, okay, but yeah. Point being, uh, I'm a 3D printer. It's what I do now. It's it's. I've never been a big. Uh, what he says I that do. proudly, ladies and gentlemen. Exactly. It's what I want to do now. I've never been a big. Oh, I want to do this with my life, but. You know, since this stuff came into my life, I really enjoy it. And I really like doing what I do. So the, as much as I love coming on here, talking with uh, annoying Dan, talking with my hero, Craig, and, uh, of course, spending this time with Amber. Oh, look, I'm not very stressed at all. Uh, Harry, you got to come on more often. What the fuck? There. I know. I mean, you um, have a, a tie it to your leg. It might uh, feed off the beaters. Um, 
but yeah. Does anybody make any? Good. It never has to make sense, Dan. No, it me. doesn't. You're right. <laughs> there goes your stress level. Um, Check it again in five minutes. But yeah, so I'm a 3D printer. It's what I do. You know, ever since I started doing it, I enjoy it. And the point of coming on here was to advertise because I advertise what I do. You know, I have the social medias, which Dan asked me to uh, announce earlier on, which I'll announce once I'm done. Um, but if you are out there anywhere on this planet, hey, if they do shipping to other planets, I'll even ship to another planet. But if you're on this planet, anywhere on this planet, I will ship to you if you want something. Whether it's Craig wanting uh, a 3D printer for Amber, whether it's Dan wanting a new foot, whether it's... Um, I don't need a new foot, you asshole. Jesus Christ. Whether, whether it is <laughs> someone out there in the world who needs protecting from COVID, I supply COVID masks. They may not be the bandana that you want across your face, but they are a filtered mask, which will also keep you just as safe. But the filter is not included. And I've got to stop pointing above the camera, uh, uh, above the TV, because the camera is down here. But the fact of the matter is I can, I can make you anything. And I've had people compliment my uh, skills of everything that I've made over time. And it's very hard to show you things when my uh, fucking headphones are very um, short. But, you know, some things take pieces. Some things you can do in one go. You know, over time, things get better. And over time, when you're a wrestling fan like uh, Craig and Dan and myself to a degree, for some time nice but yeah uh i can literally make you anything anything in this world i can make you anything so can you make yourself a man <laughs> dan i got one i made craig laugh that's all i care about okay i can make you a third mobile home a third okay. that means i can have a whole home well, you like to tell me how you have two homes, and I know you like you're uh, big on traveling. You have to park your mobile home somewhere yeah, so you know where you park. People up. like you, exactly. But no, I can make you a third, the third mobile home. It'll Sweet. Just take a lot. You know pieces. what? I just need a, an upper level on the one just to have an extra room. A double so decker. Do I have to do the whole home? home? I'll do the the upper floor. But yeah, thank you. Point being, um, anywhere in the world, if you want something, building, making. It doesn't matter what it is. He, he's serious. Think, to be serious for a second, definitely contact him because he'll make it. I, I have all of these testimonials of, of people who have had stuff made for them. Uh, go and ask Matt Tremont about um, the model I made of Sullivan, his dog, for him and his, um, his other half. Go and ask uh, various people about the pops that I've made for them and sent them to them. Um, you know, ask me about everything I've made. I'll show you because I wouldn't lie to you. Um, I'd lie to Dan. I wouldn't lie to you. No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't lie to Dan. He's a good boy. A lot of um, things. I'm not a liar. <laughs> but no, I didn't say you're a liar. I said I am. Um, but no, anything you guys want, I'll make you uh, anything. And hey, I could even make you a COVID mask with Dan's face on it. You, you definitely uh, scare people into locked into another lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the stress level but no uh point being i came here to hang out with uh one one and a half fine people and dan um kidding 
Now I came to hang out with these wonderful people and uh, share some great creations for everybody to see. If you're out there and you're a podcaster, you of course can have me on your show as well uh, to talk about Just these. Fine... Like that, it was me and one other person that was like, "Yeah, sure, come on, nobody gives a damn." <laughs> like what? Come on. <laughs> And I usually have to post uh, post about my being a guest on someone's show at least 16 times before someone else says, oh, yeah, said you, can, you can come to our show, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, sure. I think, I think I post at least 16 times before Wayne Noon put, um, for me to uh, go do his show that one time. Um, I can't remember who, who else's show I did. Uh, 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 what, uh, Jamie from What's Your Favorite. I, I did his show uh, a while back because uh, Husey uh, suggested me. I, I did Husey's Husey show a couple of times. Uh, Husey's um, the the guy that does the videos for uh, Conan and Disco for, for keeping it 100. Um, you know, I've done 101 podcasts. I can't keep up with all of them. I've no, done, I mean, you're a busy man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, You made this long enough. Can you wrap it up? But eventually, Dan, probably by the next time I come back, which will uh, be to accept my 2021 HIC Talk Radio, uh, Guest of the Year, Hall of Famer, whatever you want to call it, ring, uh, much like the 2021 that I have here. I will have a background uh, for you to be able to see and not just have to look at curtain because you'll have all these great creations behind me. You won't be looking at me, or you will be looking at me. I'm great. But you'll also be looking at the great creations behind it. Now, if you want to find me on social media, in order to contact me about 3D prints, about uh, what else? Uh, a podcast about how great Craig is, or how how you can annoy Dan. Uh, you can find me at the Great HB on Twitter, at TGHB Entertainment on Facebook, at TGHB3D on Facebook and Twitter, and on all all great social media platforms. Just look for the Great Harry Barnett if you uh, don't care to find an exact link. YouTube, I don't have an exact link, but yeah. If, Greg, if where can people me, follow you, you on social me, media? Just go, Jesus Christ! Just go and ask, just go and ask Jesus Dan. Jesus Christ! Just go and ask Dan. He'll Greg, tell please tell me where you are. I'm right here, and I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter <laughs> at Craig Lagon, C R A I G L I double G E O N S. I'm gonna mute him for a second, for Christ's sake. I have been really... music on the way out, Dan. The... What? Play my music on the way out. I can't. I can't afford the Superman theme. Uh, follow <laughs> me on Twitter at DanLyD3. The VOC Nation Radio Network is where you find all of our shows. If you're on the smartphone, Android, or Apple, type in VOC Nation. Shut up, VOC Nation. Stop. I'm muting you. VOC Nation Radio Network on your smartphone, or just go to VOCNation.com. He's really muted right now. Uh, all right, he's unmuted now. Now you have to unmute yourself. Uh, I have to make you do it. <laughs> uh, go to twitch.tv. He hasn't for the live sent me show. any uh, royalty checks lately, but I think I'm still on the VOC. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> Probably, yeah. He, he was I mean, technically, you are. You're right here. He was, taking stuff, he was taking stuff from my YouTube, uh, from my YouTube page. So technically, now he's got the nerd herders. I mean, technically, uh, you know, I don't know. Okay. Technically, you can also follow me on YouTube.com slash DanLA3 for goddamn Craig Lacan's and 
Motherfucker, <laughs> Harry Barnett. <laughs> I'm the above average comedian, <laughs> fucking Dan Calgico. Good night, everybody. Son of a bitch! God likes me! I am the it's the end of the show, Mother Hey, this is a Total Package of Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are. And we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, pregnant. I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Stags of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network.